Welcome back to The Uncomfortable Truth. Today, I want to talk about the pandemic peculiarities. For example, shouldn't we quarantine those who are sick and not those who are healthy? Wouldn't that be a lot easier? Wouldn't it make more sense? The slow death of small business is death nonetheless. Restaurants, for example, can't survive on partial capacity. And cutting stores and restaurants and hotels and entertainment and gyms and so forth to partial capacity is just a slower form of death. You can get test results today in 15 minutes. I've done it. But it takes hours of waiting to get to your spot. I registered at 8 in the morning, and they called me at 5. Thankfully, it was nearby, and I went home in between. But why can't we have 15-minute testing for everybody? If we can send a lander to Mars, can't we get 15-minute testing done within an hour? Are you telling me that we can't get this done on a widespread basis? Long, long months after the illness began, after we recognized what we were dealing with? Where is this fabled American ingenuity? Where are the innovators? Where are the entrepreneurs? If masks are the cost of free movement, then they're a very small price. Who cares? This current mess, though, is caused by ineptitude and political greed. But if you think it's a deliberately introduced conspiracy, call your therapist. You're paranoid, which doesn't mean, of course, that no one's following you. If the disease cannot be spread by contact surfaces, why are we sanitizing the hell out of everything? Do you see the importance, as an individual or small business owner, of having cash put aside to get you through several months in the future? Paying people so much that they'd rather stay home than go back to work is merely a vote-gathering, ignorant measure. It's the way we've messed up agriculture with foreign aid by giving people food instead of building up the local agricultural requirements and technology. We put the local farmers out of business giving away food for free. Why were we so slow learning from Europe, from the cruise ship debacles, from the nursing home tragedies? Please don't tell me a paternalistic government and larger government and more government intervention is the answer to all our problems. It is clearly not. The market keeps rising, counterintuitively, it's near a record as I record this, because large companies do have money set aside and do have lines of credit. The market and the economy are two different things. No one has handled the pandemic right or wrong, it just wasn't handled at all. It was constant reaction, no proaction. We weren't ready for it and we didn't get ourselves ready once we knew what we had. If you refuse to wear a mask, but also criticize parents who don't vaccinize their children, you're the biggest hypocrite around. The perfect storm is fast arising. Social justice demands, calls to defund the police, increasing crime rates and rioters and soaring gun use and deaths, continued illness restrictions, economic problems, small business closures, foreign relations estrangement, and a presidential election. The perfect storm, believe me, folks. Some of the greatest companies, though, and the greatest innovations were created during times of crisis, recession, depression, and ambiguity. From Disney to Marriott, from Revlon to Netflix. We've witnessed a fundamental absence of leadership and guidance at almost every level. 
I still cringe at Andrew Cuomo whining for more ventilators and then shipping out the excess when he found he had too many. This has not been handled well at any level. Yet the country marches on. The founders weren't the awful guys so many of us would like others to believe and that we're now unfortunately teaching our children. They did their best under the conditions of their times. They founded a brilliant system that could be run even by idiots. We will do our best if we can, but can we also do our best under the conditions of our times as they did under theirs? And that's the uncomfortable truth. (laughs) 